Howdy folks, welcome back to Leave the Swamp for another edition of Greatness. As always, remember, speed up this podcast one and a half times for our maximum listening pleasure. Don't forget to head on over to leavetheswamp.com where you can join the cause, because Lord knows we need more (laughs) folks like you out there in the world. Hey folks, so I may have mentioned that my family was, uh, we were taking a trip down to Mexico for the first part of the year, uh, just to get out of the out of the states, out of the cold, see some of the beach, explore some of the areas. It's funny thing about it is, you know, we we have gotten a little bit of shit from people, you know, saying I can't believe you're traveling with the what's going on and how disrespectful for those people down there and da 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 da. But I would say the overwhelming majority of folks have been supportive and thought what we're doing was pretty cool. Uh, I feel a little compelled to talk about, you know, kind of some of the differences or things that are going on uh, between the two countries. So so we got out before this new requirement uh, for people coming back into the U.S. took effect. So, you know, people have to have negative tests or whatnot. Of course, you know what tests I'm talking about, these scam, you know, COOF tests, COVID tests. But, uh, so we'll have to probably deal with that when we come back in a couple of months. But the thing about it is, you know, it's a little different down here, kind of different uh, flavor of things. Being in the, where we are in the Yucatan, the Yucatan state here. Uh, takes it seriously, and I could tell the people here seem to really embrace uh, the whole mask-wearing thing. Everyone wears it even when they're walking by themselves on an empty street or driving in their car by themselves, so it's very much more masked up here uh, where we are in Merida than uh, kind of in some of the spots where we were, we were in... Uh, in Texas, where we live, and I find that interesting, and I'm trying to get my head around it. I haven't come to a conclusion yet, but I'm wondering, so here's what I struggle with. It's like, I don't understand how people, it's amazing to me how quickly people just give in and and do what they're told, bottom line without kind of thinking through it themselves. Uh, so, for instance, what was, what was funny is today I was reading an article where they're talking about the CDC, which, I don't know, I mean, how do these people have any power? Of course, I get they make rules that clarify or implement the laws passed by Congress. And, of course, you know, the federal Congress completely abdicates their responsibility by making very generic and generalized laws that then these Praetorian agencies, bureaucracies can come in and make any kind of law and say whatever they want. So here's what they're doing now. And here now it's the CDC requires testing to get back into the United States from another country or CDC requires double layers of masks. (laughs) Unless of course it's a medical or N95 mask and, which is hilarious, a hilarious joke as well because you wear those medical masks and all you got to do is bend the top part so you can breathe a little better, you know, and the air comes out. But I digress. So because we're down here, of course, 
I am completely against this whole mask wearing situation. It's gotten way out of control, way out of hand. Uh, it's absolutely ridiculous. There is literally no evidence that they do anything, that they prevent any kind of viral spread. Not to mention the fact that I'm I am quickly getting to the point where I'm questioning whether this COVID-19 thing even actually exists. Some really good articles out there on LeeRockwell.com uh, talking about or questioning, is it really even a thing? I mean, does it even exist? I don't really understand the, the science around isolating a virus, so to speak. But a good case is being made that it's never been isolated. So then the question becomes, if it hasn't been, then how do you know? How do we know that's really what it is? And how, do, how, is they, how could they possibly make any kind of vaccine against this thing? And maybe the very fact that evidently this COVID-19 vaccine is the first mRNA vaccine out there maybe that's because maybe that's why it's because they don't have it they don't know what it is or where it is so we're just going to pump shit into people's bodies in hopes that it does anything well anyway what amazes me about being down here and seeing this total compliance is the the divergence or the 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 dichotomy in cultures so you have i think what I'm starting to notice here is over here on the Yucatan side, which is the safest, evidently safest part of Mexico. People are very respectful and nice, and they just kind of go along to get along and do what they're told. You know, there's not any kind of rebellious attitude here. It doesn't seem like um, it's just what it is. So when the government starts spouting off claims that there's some health emergency or whatever, then people dutifully, uh, you know, do do their part, if you will. Uh, but then it's funny, you contrast that with other parts of Mexico and the things you hear about uh, the lawlessness and all this type of stuff. And it's like, how can on one hand these folks be totally brainwashed by this and on the other hand they do all this crazy shit? I don't know. But then I go back to the United States and, you know, they talk about supposedly... Oh, you know, let's say Texas as an example. And I'm going to get to where I'm going with this in a second. Texas supposedly is a rugged individual people, you know, a, a rich history of individualism and, you know, the frontier of the Texas, this, that, and the other. Yet we dutifully bend over and do what we're told as well. So it's like I can't... It, that's just a legacy thing, I guess. A legacy cultural thing that's really dead, but it's just like something people say. I hope that's not the case. And I'm starting to think that maybe the thing to do now is to verify whether that's the case or not. What do I mean by that? Well, you know, a lot of what I'm or what I talk about or I try to get the point I get across on this podcast is how to save yourself how to do the things to save yourself, because in, unless you save yourself first, you can't save anybody else, right? That's num- you got to take care of number one, period. And I still agree, and I mean, I totally believe that's the case. Uh, however, however, uh, I am starting to feel, just looking at it from afar here, that the things that the new government is putting in place, it really feels like it's now a time of drawing the line in the sand. 
you know, because you, you give the government an inch, the government takes 10 miles. That's just the way it always works. And for the longest time, 150 years, we've been giving the government an inch and saying, thank you, sir, may I have another. And I'm feeling like now's the time to draw that line. So why did I say all that stuff about the coof and people's compliance? Well, it's just an example of where maybe lines should be drawn and where we should start taking stock of what people, you know, if people are really up for drawing those lines. You know, are Texans really the sort of people that will finally say no? Finally say, look, get off my back. Let us, we're going to go do, take care of ourselves. I'm thinking that's kind of where this podcast is going to uh, migrate a lot towards. Still talking about personal responsibility and taking care of yourself because that's the most important thing. But the overall theme is going to be reasons why we need to break away, have a peaceful, peaceful separation, how to successfully execute a peaceful separation, pointing, uh, dispelling the myths and the objections to why it wouldn't work, talking about why it absolutely will work and why it would be probably the greatest thing any state's ever done, for themselves at least. Because I'm starting to see, I mean, I don't, I don't know what else to do, what's more important, what, what else is more important right now. And yes, I am a libertarian. I believe in extremely limited government, a minarchist at best, you know, at worst, I should say. <laughs> However, perhaps there's no more important thing to do now than to simply just get everyone on the same page of saying, look, let's take back, take back our democracy, if you will. <laughs> we'll take back the power over our own lives. I don't think there's anything more important to fight, fight for right now than that. Because if we don't do it, then we will lose all power over our lives to the overlords there in, in Washington, in Mordor, in D.C. We're seeing it with what's going on in, on the internet, social media, deplatforming, erasing people. Because uh, the big, these big companies, they run everything, control everything pretty much right now. So we got to start finding it alternative sources to get our message out, think places where we won't be deplatformed, if you will. Uh, we need things like an open source cell, cell phone where you can download any app and you can put any, uh, anything on there that you want. You know, we'll call it an adult cell phone. Yeah. Cell phone for adults. We need an open source podcast opening or uh, a, uh, like a, I don't know if open source is the word. It's just a podcast hosting provider that hosts whatever. You know, it doesn't matter how 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 tame or how vitriolic it is. It doesn't matter. People should have the right to listen to what they want. That's freedom. Um, those two things are very important. I think we should have a social network that's open to everything. Totally open. You know, I keep hearing about all this uh, blockchain or distributed ledger stuff, and it sounds to me like distributed ledger is the way to somehow to host these things that, so that it can't be shut down. 
Like it has to be in such a way that it cannot be shut down. And the cell cell phones have to be done in such a way that they cannot be corrupted, spied on, shut down. They can tap into a cell network and the cell host would have no idea that it's not one of their approved phones. That's very important. If we can achieve like those three things, a non-censorable social network, a non-censorable, and part of that could be a non-censorable, uncensorable podcast platform, and a completely uh, independent or not, or uh, anonymous cell phone that can t- tap into the normal cell networks. If those three things can be achieved, freedom is within our grasp. So. How do we do that? I don't know. But I'm going to be kind of researching and I'm hoping people are already working on this. I'm sure they are. It's just we got to somehow get a cohesive message and, you know, get a cohesive uh, platform type thing put together where people understand and go to it. So those are very important. And I think once those are achieved, or while those are trying to be achieved, I think what the challenge now needs to be placed on the people. I'm going to be in Texas. I'm going to focus on Texas. But anyone listening out here can do it in your area. It's funny, I read this article uh, yesterday talking about ooh, new secession movements with the new administration in and everything. And they say that pretty much every time the presidents come in, I think. How, except for... I mean, a Democrat president trapped after a Republican, but it, except now there seems to be a little more uh, common. And what's interesting is this one, of course, immediately poo-pooed the possibility that any state legislature would ever uh, care or t- partake to vote toward to give the people the option to secede. But, well, number one, I call bullshit on that. You don't know that for a fact. If it got to a critical mass... They would have to do it. Well, where does the critical mass come from? It comes from the people. And that's what Leave the Swamp is going to be dedicated to, is trying to gin up that critical mass. I'm going to have to figure out where to host this podcast, because I'm pretty sure at some point, I mean, I'm no one. No one even listens to it right now. If you're listening, thank you. <laughs> if you are listening, please send me an email. Let me know you're listening in case I do get deplatformed so I can let you know where we're going. But that's the whole thing. Like, I need to find somewhere where I can host this thing without the fear of getting erased. Uh, right now, we're on Anchor. Of course, Anchor's free. So, what do you, you you get? What you pay for, right? So, it's probably the least secure, least comfortable place for this podcast to be host hosted. So, I need that that un untouchable podcast platform. You know what I mean? Um, so, there's that. I need to move to there. I need to move the, uh, the website to a unimpeachable uh, domain host, and uh, you know we use Bluehost for it. So you know I don't trust them as far as I can throw them to not deplatform me. So we got to figure out a internet host. So I'd add that. That'd be maybe the fourth, the fourth uh, leg of the bench, if you will, and that would be a domain slash internet host or you know website hosting platform so you have the the social network the 
the uh, uncorruptible social network, uncorruptible podcast host, and totally free, of course, uh, totally free and uncorruptible domain host and website host. What was the fourth one? Let's see, website, domain, podcast. Oh yeah, it's cell phone. So that a cell phone that'll plug into all these things, yet. AT&T or Verizon won't know that you're not on their approved platform. Maybe it's possible now. I don't know. These are things that I just don't know. I want to figure out. So you get all those things. Now the challenge needs to be thrown out to folks. You know, see how many people are sheep out there. You know, truly a critical mass is only 10, 20% of the, the voting people. 20, probably not even 20, but I have hope. I have doubts. I'm a, I'm a realistic guy by nature, bordering on pessimistic when I see things like what's going on now with all of us sheeple wearing masks everywhere. But there's always a ray of hope, and I have hope that maybe, maybe just maybe we're not too far away from that, that strain of rugged individualism and don't tell me how to live my life live and let liveism for the people of Texas at least where I am it's going to be a battle maybe it's not even a whole state maybe it's a collection of counties you know and that's the other thing to that guy's article he says no way a state legislature will vote well fine we don't, we don't need them maybe we get a collection of counties and say we're done you know we're out of here you go your way we'll go ours you know, don't bother us you know Texas has so many reasons why they to, to get out now it's just it's unbelievable you know Finally heard from the governor, Governor Abbott, for the first time, and God knows how long. Who knows where the hell he's been, you know, saying we need to sue the federal government because of the preventing of new drilling and fracking and stuff. No, screw that. Just, Governor, say, keep going. Nullify the federal order. And let's say we will protect the drilling with, you know, the state national guard or whatever if the federal government comes in because it's so essential to the economy here. Grow some balls and do it and defy the president and the federal government. God. Well, anyway, at least at least there's a step, right? So there's that. Uh, yeah, and the other thing was, let's see. Let's see here. I had... I was looking at another article. Oh, yeah. Here's another thing. Now... This is kind of, it'll seem random, but I was reading an article this morning where supposedly there's a military coup in Burma or Myanmar. And it's funny how now that like you have people for the U.S. State Department coming in and saying, we condemn what's going on. You, you must immediately reverse these actions. If you don't, you know, there will be consequences or whatever. It's like, dude, who the hell do you think you are? I'm here, I'm going to be, I'll be in Texas, I'll be living there. I don't give a flying luck, flying frack, what's going on in Myanmar or Burma. It's none of my business. And I would hope my fellow Texans agree that it's none of their business either. It does not affect us. One, well, it may affect someone somewhere, but it's just not our business. That one person who's affected can go do something about it. But for D.C. to say, in my name, as a fellow, as an American... You know, we're going to do something about it. F- frack off, man. I don't want anything to do with that. 
number one. And number two, you know, I forgot where I was going with that. Damn it. I had a great, great point. <laughs> oh, okay, it'll come back to me. Anyway, that, but that's what they're doing all over the place. We shouldn't have any, that should not be, we should be focusing on our backyard, fixing what's wrong here in Texas, doing the best we can to give the best economy possible, give the most freedom to the most people so that they can live their life and do what they need to to, to live their life. We don't need DC doing all these stupid things in our name anymore. It just is absolutely ridiculous. So I think this rant, this rant is kind of going on a little while. I'm working up a little uh, message, if you will, kind of a manifesto for what we need to do going forward. So I'll read that on this uh, podcast when I'm at kind of a spot where I feel like I've brought it all back home and, you know, wrapped it up with a bow. So stay tuned for that one. But I just wanted to kind of lay out where my head is and where where we need to be going, you know, kind of as a people who value the live and let live phrase. And I'm telling you right now, there's probably going to be, I don't, I'm, I'm quickly getting to the point where I think where there is no greater cause than the cause of separation. <laughs> That's the only way things are going to be have a chance to get better because it's not going to be done from the top down, from Washington, D.C. down. It's got to be done from the bottom up, and that's the people, the people of Texas or the people of wherever saying enough is enough. We're separating. We're going on our own way. We're going to go, go, on, go about it on our own, do what we need to do to take care of ourselves. Left, right, Republican, Democrat, socialist, libertarian, everyone should, I don't see why anyone wouldn't want to get on board with this because there's, it's a, you'll have vastly more control over your future when you don't have to con, con, uh, uh, convince DC. Now, if you only have to convince Austin, that's a much easier, slower hill to climb than DC. So why not we just get away? Break off, and then we'll fight each other. We'll rhetorically fight each other in the Congress in Austin about where the state should go. No longer fighting people from other states, California, New York, Massachusetts, Illinois, on where the whole country should go. Let's focus on ourselves and then be done with it. Capish, Everyone on board with that? I think that's going to be the main message here going forward. But with the underlying, hey, you still got to save yourself. Look, if we're going to do this, that's going to mean that you got to do the things to take care of yourself, to save yourself from what's going to happen. I mean, things probably get a little worse than better before they get better. Just That's just what the federal government does. It's a self-licking ice cream crumb that creates problems that it then wants to come in and solve. So start working on taking care of yourself and then we'll focus. And at the same time, we'll be focusing on, you know, how do we get that separation? You know, if, if you agree with me, hopefully you do. Welcome to the separatist movement. <laughs> uh, I think what we're going to, 
I'm thinking what we'll call our, we'll, we'll call each other proudly, Sasesh, your fellow Sasesh. Welcome to the uh, the separatists, you know, the, sep- the the great separatist movement of 2021, t- the two 2020s decade. Anyway, we'll see what happens. So thanks for listening. Uh, let me know what you think. Go to leavetheswamp.com, send me a message. I uh, hope you're on board. We're going to need a lot more people on board. And we'll see what happens. See you on the next one.